0: Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
1: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's a tough topic. Tuesday. I'll talk about love and trust. I love them. I just don't trust them. Let's go.
0: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's
1: capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice here in the nation's capital. Glad to be hanging out with you on WAVA. 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. And glad you're listening on WAVA, but also on WAVA.com all around the world. And on my socials, I'm waving at you. I got a camera right here in the studio waving at you on my Facebook Live and YouTube Live page. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Ask me any question you want. It is a call-in talk show. My lines are currently open now, and I'll give you the number in just a moment. On Saturdays, we have a special Saturday Weekend edition. And if you're not tired of me, (laughs) you can always join me on Sundays for worship if you don't already have a great house of the Lord to worship in. Bridgeway.cc. You can check us out online there. My phone number live in studio is 888 432 7434. Here's the topic I love them, but I don't trust them. That's the topic. What do you do if you? don't trust your significant other or friends or people that you work with family members you love them but you don't trust them so what do you do if that's the case if you don't trust someone doesn't mean you don't love them right but you just don't trust them and so how do you deal with that uh you know dichotomy of i love you but i don't necessarily trust you how do you rebuild that trust and how should you be acting? Because they may say, how can you not trust me? I thought you loved me. Have you ever heard that before? Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Are you in that scenario that, you know, you love your significant other? It could be your spouse. Still don't trust them. Still don't trust her. And can trust be rebuilt? Or do you feel like, listen, you forgave me. I love you and you love me. What's the problem? Why are you still bringing this up? Well, that's what I want to talk about. If this scratches the itch that you have for conversation today, give me a call. Remember, comprehension begins with conversation. and You can get it right here, Bridging the Great Divide, whether it's race, religion, or in this case, relationships. Let's talk about it. Ask me a question. Give me your thoughts on the topic. I'm going to do what I always do. I open in a word of prayer and commit our time over to the Lord. So let's do that now. Heavenly Father, thank you. We love you and we trust you. And I know you love us, Lord, and sometimes you trust us, uh, and we don't always prove faithful. So help us to be even more faithful and forgive us, Lord, when we've not been faithful, when we've not uh, proven trustworthy and reliable. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for getting us back into the game. Help us to do better, and thank you for striving with us, Lord. Now we commit today's show over to you, and I pray that you would GPS every phone call and everything that we say that could really uh, pour into the life of somebody who's either driving or in their kitchen or or uh, at their job right now so we commit the show over to you Jesus amen and amen well friends there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of us you can always go to andersonspeaks.com andersonspeaks.com you can learn more information about me and soon you'll be able to see our new ethnic restaurant directory of some of my top picks of restaurants that you may want to check out sometime that's coming soon uh, my top few that I think you're going to you're going to enjoy okay i want you to patronize uh, these businesses and i want you to give me your thoughts on them as well my number live in studio 888 432 7434 that's 88843 bridge. That's how you get a hold of me right now. My lines are now open. So, what is the meaning of trust? You know, trust means you remain confident in your partner, your partner's ability to make you feel safe with them. That's if it's your significant other. It could be friends, it could be people that you work with. And this means that you're ready to be vulnerable with them because they will not use your belief in them to manipulate you. And uh, that's a problem with when trust breaks down, the very facts and truth that they know about you now become weapons of destruction, right? The people who you love the most and were most vulnerable to broke trust with you. Well, if that's a conversation you want to talk about, give me a call today. My phone number is 888 seventy four thirty four and uh, how do you rebuild trust Have, has that happened to you where you've had to rebuild trust and if so, I want to know how you did it uh, I want to know why you did it and for those of you who are saying, you know what i I, I don't trust this person anymore and doc, uh, I need help because I don't know if I ever can and guess what I'm going to go ahead and give you real talk now. Are you ready? That's why we call it real talk. There are some people you're never going to be able to trust again, and they don't deserve it. All right? I know that doesn't sound very Christian, does it? Because, you know, what the Bible says in First Corinthians 13, love always trusts. So then how can you say, Pastor, there are some people that you cannot trust again? Well, the reality is love does trust. But how much trust? Full trust or a little trust? Or is it what uh, was it Reagan that said trust but verify that my friends I really like trust but verify that doesn't mean I don't trust you. It just means I don't trust you alone like I need verification and I think what we want is sometimes people to trust us alone only nothing else. If I said it you can trust it. Well guess what. It's in God we trust, okay? When it comes to people, I will trust, but I will verify because full trust, 100% trust, only belongs to God. Uh, Now, I can give you some trust, and the more that we walk together, I can give you more trust. But, friends, I hate to say this, but I'm just telling you like it is. This is real talk. Tell me if you agree. Convince me otherwise if you don't. I'm willing to listen. You can't trust everybody. And even the people that say you can trust them say that you can trust them when they're happy with you. But when things break down, all of a sudden, the very people that said they're going to be with you to the very end are the same ones that now are throwing stuff in your face. Am I telling the truth? Is this real talk? I'm going to run to my commercial break. When I get back, you tell me where I'm where I'm wrong. Convince me otherwise. I I'm, I'm willing. Comprehension begins with conversation. So. Uh, I'm not usually a cynic, but I'm a realist. And uh, you just can't trust everybody. 888-432-7434. I'll be right And there was that smell. You weren't quite sure what it was mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls. Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707. Seven o seven or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call. Best Buy Waterproofing. When
2: asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The was graduate school, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program, or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
1: That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, live here in my studio. Can't wait to talk to you. My lines are open. The tough topic today is I love them, but I don't trust them. <laughs> I wish, right, I sure wish I could trust you, and I want to trust you, and I do trust you to some degree, but I trust everyone to some degree, and every degree is different depends on the person. Is trust something earned or is trust something you just give because 1 Corinthians 13 says love always trust? What does that mean? Well, my lines are open now, 888-432-7434. Let's kick it off in Arlington, Virginia, with Lamont, who's on the line. Hello, Lamont. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
3: I am wonderful. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for
1: calling. Hello to you. What are you thinking?
3: Well, it's interesting, the whole notion of trust. And forgive me, I'm I'm just running up the stairs, picking up my dad uh, from dialysis. But um, the whole notion of trust, to the Bible says somewhere trust no man but god mm. and i know and the way i receive that is that i only really trust god not even my mom not my dad mm. uh not my brother not my sister i trust god man now so you're getting I into something
1: lamont you're getting well, into something you can't even trust your mama <laughs>
3: not my mom uh I'll, I'll put it like this oh Lord, i do okay. recognize i recognize a track record. Right. My mother told me the truth all my life. Mm. I think I can respect that track record that she's made in my life. That's there are people good. who have earned uh, by the, by their consistent commitment to truth, a degree of confidence that right, I, they have right. built in me.
1: I like but that I though. I really the whole do. idea of a track record, like listen, I'm smart enough to at least recognize a track record. I like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So um, um, I've been like all of us have, by having expectations that are are unrealistic of people. There's some people who, they just have a limited ability or a a limited uh, maturity in the Lord, and uh, they just... When they're human. Yeah.
1: They're human. So even when they say, you can trust me, I promise you, I will be there at 2 o'clock. They're saying that from a human perspective. They have great intentions, (laughs) Lamont. They plan to be there at (laughs) 2. But you know what they didn't account for? The sovereignty of God, because there was an accident on one road, it was closed you know on that. another road, then the car broke down. So they say that they're going to be there at two, but the reality is, James says this, you should say, if it's the Lord's will,
3: <laughs> right? Amen. Well, I was supposed to pick up my dad at three.
1: Yeah, see, and you're <laughs> you talking to Dr. David Anderson on the radio, walking up the steps tired. <laughs> and you I love it. it.
3: You got it, exactly. Hey,
1: brother, thanks for hanging yeah, with me today, right.
3: okay? All right nice talking to you You be, too my friend
1: encouraged. blessings blessings let's go to nika she's in washington dc hello miss nika it's dr anderson how are you
4: i'm doing good how are you dr anderson
1: oh i'm alive and grateful thanks for hanging with me what are you
4: thinking Thank you. well i'm thinking i actually like what the
5: call that just said like trust no person but god because god is the one that is perfect mm. i think people are faulty yes and I think, um, unfortunately, in our life, dealing with my family and trauma, that I had to learn a difficult way of not trusting them. Hmm. Um, and just recently, it's, it's funny you're talking about that, is that I experienced, um, you know, I, I've now given my life over to Christ, and I am what people consider like a babe in Christ. Okay. And I, uh, one of my family members chose to to just point out every – not all that I faced was mental illness, mm. and chose so to, you know, tell me that I was worthless, that I was nothing. So that trust was broken. Mm. But I do believe that God is uh, um, a healer, and He can heal even that relationship. Right now, you know, there's space between because it just just happened. But I believe that He can restore that yeah. that trust. But yeah. I don't think I should have, you know, you should have uh, ultimate trust in any human, because right. you know, we live in the flesh.
1: We live in the flesh, and the reality is, we're going to hurt one another. And that's why Uh it's so important to learn how to say, I'm sorry, I forgive you. Uh, Here's how you hurt me. I mean, those kind of conversations aren't easy for a lot of people, but that's the only thing that gets us back on track in fellowship with people. But here's a question I have for you. And this is a general question for everybody, but I want to hear from you first, Nika. If I said, Uh if I said to you, Nika, can I trust you? Right. What would you say?
4: I would say yes.
1: Okay. And so then it's my responsibility to govern and measure how strong I want to believe you. True?
5: Right. Yes, sir.
1: Do you think it would be okay if I said, Nika, can I trust you? Would it be okay for you to be honest enough to say, I hope you can, but I'm not sure.
5: No, that, that's true. That's accurate because we're still human.
1: Right, right. Okay. Well, you're the first one I asked that question to, so thanks for uh, kicking it with me today. Okay, Nika? All right.
5: You have a blessed
1: one. And blessings back to you. Well, what do you all think? Would it be okay if someone says, can I trust you for you instead of the reflexively say, yeah, you can trust me? Would it be better? I don't know. I'm just posing the question. Would it be better to say, I think you can. I hope you can. I'm going to do my best. You know, I don't know. Uh, I have some people in my life who say, will you promise? Will you promise? We promise? And I usually say, uh, no, I, no promises here. You know, because that's hard to make a promise, even when your best intentions, because if something happens, it's like you failed that person. What do y'all think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, if you're just joining us, today's topic on this tough topic Tuesday is I love them but I don't trust them. What do you do if you don't trust your significant other or your friends or your family members or maybe somebody at work? Is it okay not to fully trust people? And yet we know that 1 Corinthians 13 says love always trusts. So What's that mean? I'd love to hear from you on the topic. My phone number is 888 432 7434. Okay? Now, in relationships, let's say you have a you have a partner, uh, somebody that's a significant other to you, could be a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Uh some of the things that they say in how to rebuild trust in relationships is to apologize. First of all, you know, um, after your partner has informed you of how hurt they are due to broken trust. And this can be a friend too. You need to apologize to them. And for some people, do you realize some people, it's pretty easy to say you're sorry. You screw up, you mess up, you fess up. But there are some people that's actually not easy. I have a friend, he's deceased now, but he used to tell me his spouse, she would never, ever apologize I'm like, how can she never apologize? He goes, she just never, ever apologizes. (laughs) And and so maybe you're that person. It's just so hard to apologize. Can I ask you why? What is it? So anyway, after someone informs you how you have hurt them or broken trust, you need to apologize. And when you genuinely apologize for putting that person through a lot, it helps to heal the trust issues in that relationship. Well, I want to hear from you, 888 438 Bridge, my lines are open. Grab one while you can. Let's go to Brandywine, Maryland, and talk to Diane, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Diane. It's Doctor Anderson here. How are you? Hello, Doctor Anderson.
4: I hope you can hear
1: me. I can hear you now. What are you thinking today, Miss Diane? Okay,
4: I'm sorry. I'm I'm in a probably in a bad spot, but um, on this subject um about trust. And it's dealing with uh, family members that have betrayed your trust in the past. And I know you—you you, know—you—the you, the word says to forgive, right? And I've tried to forgive, but sometimes those memories of what what the person did um, still haunt me. That they could possibly continue to do some other things that are underhanded,
1: right? So then how do you deal with that?
4: Like my mother used to say, feed them out a long-handled
1: spoon. (laughs) I like that. I hadn't heard that. So a little bit of distance, huh? So you don't get your hand bit off. Yeah. Okay. Watch them. I
6: like that.
1: Yeah. You know what? I I, I think that that's advisable. A, I think your mother's right. And B, I think that it's okay for you to separate forgiveness from trust. So forgiveness is something that you do on your own before you and God regarding that person saying, Lord, I'm going to let them go and I'm not going to hold any revenge against them for what they did. So that is what forgiveness is. And you can continue to remember that you forgave them. You know how some people say forgive and forget. I like to say forgive and remember. Forgive and remember that I forgave. Because you're going to have to keep forgiving over and over again. But trust and rebuilding reconciliation with the person is different than forgiveness. So those two don't have to walk hand in hand. So you may forgive them, but you may not trust them anymore because they haven't earned it. What do you think about that, Miss Diane?
4: I, I yeah, I agree. Thank yeah. you very much. I it, appreciate that.
1: Of course, there you go. Well, Lord bless you as you continue to navigate these relationships with family members. God bless you. Okay, Miss Diane. Yes, and
4: God bless you as well. Thank
1: you. You got it. Well, let's go to Culpeper, Virginia, and talk to Doctor Anonymous. Hey, Doctor Anonymous, it's Doctor Anderson. How you doing?
4: Hi, Dr. Anderson. It's so good to talk with you, and Happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Year. God bless you. What are you thinking on the, today's topic?
4: Well, I just wanted to share from the sacred realm that there is uh, a, a leader in my past whom I can't trust, but I love and have forgiven, mm. and, and I know that in, in the church, um there are things that happen just as they happen outside of the church. And uh, this uh, leader did something that was very hurtful, um, but uh, I will not be able to trust that person fully right. again.
1: Right. And um, I think now, that that's okay, yeah, right?
4: Is, yeah, it's okay. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a matter of fact, was very open and said okay you know i was angry with you i didn't trust you Mm -hmm. i didn't like what you did but i love you in the Mm -hmm.
1: lord Mm, that's good that's good and you know um i think that is a good uh, model of maturity to be able to say i love you now i may not be able to trust you but again that trust is something in a particular realm so you may not trust them in that church realm but you might be able to trust them with regard to real estate or with regard to advice in some other area so trust doesn't mean fully trusting in every area but i hope uh hope that's helpful and i'm glad that you talked to me today i gotta run to my break as soon as i get back i'll come to you in uh fairfax and maryland where you at give me a call 888 bridge
0: Hi, I'm Mark Finley of Hope Lives 365. Have you ever felt as you have prayed that your prayers have gone no higher than the ceiling? Have you ever felt kind of barren in your spiritual life? Here's a practical tip that will help you. Take the Psalms. For example, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear that the earth be removed and the mountains carried into the midst of the sea? Take the Psalms. Begin to read them. Read a verse or two from the Psalms and then pray about what you're reading. If you read God is our refuge and strength, then pray like this. Dear Lord, be my refuge, be my strength. If you want your spiritual life renewed, take the Psalms, read a verse and pray and watch what God does.
4: Listen to Hope Lives 365 weeknights at 1130.
3: Picture yourself with your two best friends. Now picture this. One in three adults has prediabetes and doesn't know it. But
1: prediabetes can be reversed before it becomes diabetes. So, you and your friends take the free one-minute risk test today to learn your risks and the steps you can take to turn prediabetes around. Visit virginiadiabetes.org forward slash prevention. Brought to you by the Virginia Department of Health.
0: Hey, this is Norm, Service Manager at A-Action Home Services. For all your electric, plumbing, and heating needs, call 703-922-1900 so you too can say, problem solved. W A V A F M is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or
7: automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt, landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at
1: 817-912-1569 It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. It's Tough Topic Tuesday and our Tough Topic today is I love them, but I don't trust them. What do you do if you do not trust your significant other or friends, family members, or coworkers? How can you rebuild trust? Is it okay to love but not trust? And what does it mean in the scripture where it says love always trust? So perfect love, always trust, right, when someone is trustworthy. Now, you might say, well, it doesn't say that in the scripture. You're right. Uh, I just don't know how love always trusts. But what I do think is that love doesn't always trust all the time in every area. Like, I can trust you with, you know, living in my house. I can't trust you with paying my bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there may be some areas where I trust, but there are other areas maybe I don't trust. And that should I know that feels like a slight. It feels like an insult when you say, uh, you know, you don't trust me. But I want to take the power out of that word for a minute just to say, listen, if somebody asked me, Dr. Anderson, can I trust you? It would it be okay for me to say, you know what? Um, I hope that you can, but 100%, I don't know. Trust God. I wonder if that's the better, like, can you really say that? Like within Christianity, because our reflexes of sure, you can trust me, but here's the thing. I'm human and you're human. And so how can I say you can trust me a hundred percent of the time? Like I was supposed to be somewhere today, but I got sick. So shouldn't I say like James, if the Lord wills, Right. So, I mean, again, I like what my first caller, was it my first caller who says he recognizes their track record, you know, so then if somebody doesn't show up, you know that that's not normal. That's cool. If they continually not, they continually don't show up when they say they're going to show up, now that's a pattern. So, therefore, my level of trust for you should go down, shouldn't it? After a while, am I a fool if I keep trusting you and you keep doing the same thing? I don't know. I want to talk to you all about it. So now you have the topic. If you want to call in, my number is 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Anonymous in Fairfax, Virginia. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
4: I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful and so glad you're hanging out with me today. What are you thinking? Oh,
4: well, thank you so much. Uh, I did get on the call. I timed in a little bit late, mm-hmm. but I did I did hear you uh, explain a little bit about the different levels, I guess you could say, of trust. Right. And uh, because uh, trust is, is it, you have to, you ask that question, uh, can I trust you? Mm-hmm. Well, my question would be, with what?
1: <laughs> what is it right, is going I like to trust that. Me with? Hang on, what you because, hang on? What you gonna trust me with? I like that.
4: <laughs> exactly, because if someone, uh, so that would be my question. Huh. Uh, if, if it's a trust to um, uh, uh, with a bit of information that's vital, that's important. It now, I would clarify that if it's something that could hurt you or hurt somebody else, then, no, you can't trust me with that. But with something uh, that's not, uh, you know, that type of a situation, then, yes, because I think it would be a pretty sad world if people felt like, I I have no one, I have no one to confine in, I have no one that I can... That I can bring this situation to, and God has placed people in our lives—people mm. that have a black record, people that love Him, people that—that that, uh, we need one another. We mm. need to be able to feel like I can share this with you, and know right. that it's going to—it's going to stay with you. Right. One that is in ministry, that oh goodness, if right. you could not.
1: So what happens, so but what happens we, then when you, you do share that information and then they break your trust, how do you recover from that anonymous?
4: Well, the thing is, is that like the caller said, the track record, the thing, well, you, you just have to, you'll have to recover. If yeah. You know. If but you it's not good. That, it's that not that
1: good that to be cynical done. after that. I think that's what I'm hearing you kind of say too, like, don't be so cynical because someone's broken your trust that you feel like you can't trust anybody, and that would be a lonely world to be in, right? Is that what you're saying?
4: Absolutely.
1: Hmm. I like and that. I
4: just believe that our God, our God is bigger than that. He's mm. going to He's going to put somebody in your life because because the thing is is that the Bible says, you know, in Proverbs you know, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart right. and to lean not to. Own understanding. See, we're not trying to trust in people with all oh, our heart. heart.
1: That's the different levels.
4: Only with God. Yeah, that's Only good. With God.
1: That's good. I like it.
4: And, and in that, we also can trust our God to lead us to people that to 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 others, as opposed to stay within our own little shell. Right. And like I'm not gonna trust anybody anymore.
1: Well, and sometimes I've heard because people say. Sometimes I've heard people say, "I trust the God in you," and I like that too. If uh, someone's a believer like yourself, uh, Anonymous, and I say, "Hey, listen, you know what? I, I trust the God in you that you're gonna that you're gonna hold this information confidently for me." That that kind of puts the trust in God okay. a little bit too. So instead of just the person, because you know you can trust in horses and trust in chariots. You know, the bottom line is. Only the Lord is fully worthy of all of our trust. So thank you for sharing today with me and hanging with me. Okay, Anonymous?
4: Absolutely. Have a good
1: one. I'm running to my break. When I get back, Stephanie, if you're still there, I'm going to talk to you. And, of course, my lines are open, 888 43 bridge communication.org that's the art of communication.org you know communication is the singular skill that will either define or limit your success. Erwin Raphael McManus is a world-renowned communicator, futurist, cultural thought leader, and author whose books have sold more than a million copies worldwide. McManus has spent four decades refining the art of communication, and now he wants to teach it to you in a six-hour condensed course. Develop and strengthen your communication skills with... The Art of Communication, you'll learn about the seven frequencies of communication, discover your personal frequency of communication and gain the tools you need to craft powerful, effective communication. You want to learn more? Go to theartofcommunication.org. That's theartofcommunication.org with Erwin McManus. Guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look... Beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants. Whatever you need to make your house pop, they'll do it for you. Give them a call 240 516 4967. That's 240 516 4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We've got another good segment for you before we're about to get on out of here. A few more minutes. My lines are still open if you want to join in. Maybe you just jumped in the car or you just turned me on. We're talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about love and trust. I love them, but I don't trust them. What do you do when you you don't trust your significant other or your friend or your coworker, or your family members? Can you still love them even though you don't fully trust them? I've got a great verse I'm going to share with you shortly, but I do want to talk to you so my lines are open. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. Once again, it's 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888 43 bridge Let's go to Landover, Maryland, and talk to Brother Theophilus, who's on the line.
6: Hello, Brother Theophilus. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, uh, Dr. Anderson. Uh, Praise the Lord, and Happy New Year to you.
1: Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Glad you're hanging out with me. Happy New Year. What do you think about today's topic?
6: Yes, sir. Um, The scripture, I believe the scripture says, you can correct me, that the word, is sharper than any two-edged sword, mm-hmm. dividing the thunder, soul, and spirit,
8: mm-hmm. uh,
6: uh, piercing even to the marred bone,
8: mm-hmm. and
6: is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Suppose you have a a very narcissistic, uh, uh, full-blown narcissist, and and their 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 motive is right off from the set to dominate, to control, uh, uh, to manipulate, uh, uh, well, that I guess it answers itself. You can't trust them.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like you're talking about some very somebody in a relationship with you who, if they are narcissistic and you don't even like their personality, the last thing you want to do is trust them because they're probably going to, uh, break trust as soon as you,
6: trust them am i
1: saying that right
6: yes sir yeah yeah you're, you're yeah. hitting the nail on the head so all, uh, but all, anyhow yeah, pray
1: for them that's all you can do is pray for them but don't don't trust them don't yeah. leave them with your don't leave them with your
6: pet <laughs> <laughs> right right they'll kick the dog and everything <laughs> can't have that can't have uh, that oh uh, all right uh, thank you so much
1: Mm-hmm. blessings to you thank you that's brother the- theophilus Yeah. So what do you do when you have people who are narcissistic, which means they're only focused on themselves and not really thinking about anybody else? You know, again, it's hard to place your trust in people like that. But I'm going to give you a word today. This is a I'm wearing a bracelet right now that has this verse on it. Psalm 118, verse eight. And that verse says this. It is better to trust the Lord than to put your confidence in man. Isn't that a great verse? And let me tell y'all something, that's not any verse. That is the midpoint verse of all of the Bible, the whole Bible. In other words, Psalm 118, there are 594 chapters before Psalm 118, and there are 594 chapters after Psalm 118. So if you add 594 and 594, guess what you get? 1188. In other words, 118, Psalm 118, verse 8. So, 118, verse 8 is the mid chapter in the mid verse of all of the scriptures. And what does it say? The midpoint verse of all of the Bible says it's better to trust the Lord than to put your confidence in man. And check this out. I'm about to blow your mind. Some of you already know this, but check this out. What do you think is the shortest chapter in all of the Bible? Answers, answers, answers. Say it out loud. Mm -hmm. The shortest chapter in all of the Bible is Psalm 117. What do you think is the longest chapter in all the Bible? The longest chapter in all the Bible is Psalm 119. So Psalm 118 falls in between the shortest chapter of the Bible and the longest chapter of the Bible. Isn't that amazing the way God let that let that happen? And then the midpoint verse of Psalm 118 says it is better to trust the Lord than to put your confidence in man. Wow. There you go. So that's your that's your word for today. That's your scripture to hold on to. If you don't believe me, go to it yourself. Okay, let's go to Baltimore, Maryland and talk to Grace, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Grace. It's Doctor Anderson here. Uh, are you are you still there? Not there yet? Okay, maybe she's just calling to say hello. Eight 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 four three two seven four three four. That is my number. Live in studio right here, and I do want to talk to you. And we have just a couple of moments uh, together, so make sure that you uh, that you d- grab a line while you can. I think I do have Miss Grace now, so let me go there. Hello, Miss Grace. It's Doctor Anderson here. How are you?
9: Hello, Doctor Anderson. Um. It's a very interesting topic, and I was just uh, sharing with a corp screener my thought on trust. As I recognize God saying to us that we should uh, forgive those who trespass against us. If we don't forgive them, then he won't forgive us. So Mm -hmm. trust might be broken, but we have to forgive, and so there's an area that this person is is erring in, then we might want to think about not not having the person to have this responsibility. That's gonna cause them to get in trouble with you. But I think God would want us to forgive, but to at some point to say, Oh well, I can't trust you in this area but I need to, you know, to you're my sister or my brother.
1: Right. So forgiveness for, is important for the rebuilding yeah. for the rebuilding of trust. You're absolutely right. And some of us get stuck because we don't forgive. And so, of course, we're never going to trust again if we don't forgive. But even after we forgive, I think it's important for us to rebuild trust. And the person who broke that trust ought to demonstrate that they are trying to become more trustworthy. Would you agree with that, Miss Grace?
9: Yes, I, I do agree. And and then there's the help of the Holy Spirit, and it, it will simplify matters if both parties are in a relationship with the Lord, because that's what's going to allow for the connection for both parties, one to honor the Lord. Right. And in doing so that the Holy Spirit will help to take care of the healing and to help everybody to, to be going in the same direction. Yeah, that's I bless to the
1: Blessings to you. Thank you so much for chiming in today. Let's go to Temple Hills, Maryland, and talk with Jackie, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Jackie.
10: Hello, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
10: All right, this is a nice topic. Um, I would like to add to it that um, when someone enters into your life or a family member, friends, long time, um, it's best to forgive so you can move on to heal. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I forgive them quickly. I learned this. This wasn't overnight because I used to not forgive. Mm-hmm. I used to, you know, lay, you know, let that hate, that it, it turns to hate, is anger and bitter. Right. But I learned to forgive them quickly so I can heal because I'm serving God, and I cannot heal. If I don't forgive them, I cannot be healed.
1: Right, right. You have so to heal. what
10: I do is, with forgiving. all the turmoil, I stay in my own lane, and I close that chapter of that person until I see... Mm-hmm. that they are following a change in their life because it doesn't make sense for you to keep coming back into my life hurting me.
1: Right. No, that's, that's good because you're learning how to set boundaries and protect yourself. Thank you so much, Miss Jackie. i got to run to this break. I appreciate what you said. I think you may be the first one to talk about the healing aspect uh, that forgiveness brings you. When I get back, I'll take my final call from Southern Maryland. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Whatever you're going through, don't take it as the evidence that God doesn't love you, but embrace it as the realization that you are one of His children and He loves you. And then take hope and knowledge in this truth. He is with you. Dr.
3: David Jeremiah continues his series, God Loves You, He Always Has, He Always Will. Next time on Turning Point.
2: Weekdays at 3.30 a.m., 10 a.m., and 9 p.m. on WAVA. We've all had close friends who've moved away. And you still love them, you still try to stay in touch, but you don't
4: have that intimacy. You don't have that same level of closeness. You're not sharing life together. You're not sharing
2: life in quite the same way.
7: Shanti Feldhan on Focus on the Family Minute.
2: Well, you know what? It works the same way in a marriage. And when you start having issues in a marriage, the biggest
4: temptation, honestly, is to not spend as much time together because you're trying to avoid the conflict. When the happy couples, when they went through seasons of difficulty that's when they spent more time together. Mm. And they said, no wonder we're not feeling close because I'm always taking the kids to soccer and he's always doing this. And and so they said, you know what? Instead of staying home, the wife said, instead of staying home and vacuuming the house while he takes Johnny to soccer, I'll jump in the car with him because that's 20 minutes that I wouldn't have had otherwise.
7: Find ways to be close in your relationship to spend time with your spouse. Hear more from Shanti at familyminute.org. This just in, death, destruction and violence Film at 11 Come on, is all the news really bad? How about some good news in your daily routine? You'll find it when you log on to Christianity.com They've got great devotionals, terrific Bible study tools, quizzes and links to the day's most inspiring stories from around the web Get good news every day when you set your homepage to Christianity.com Make a difference in your internet life Christianity.com
1: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're bringing the show to a close, but not quite yet. As we talk about, uh, I I love them, but I just don't trust them. How do you rebuild that trust? And is it okay uh, to be more wise in who you trust, how you trust? Uh, But indeed, love always trusts, says the scripture. So there's got to be some level of trust, but it doesn't mean trust them with all your heart. Reserve that for the Lord, all right? Let's go to Southern Maryland and talk to my final caller. Miss Joan. Hello, Miss Joan. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
4: Hello. Oh, hello, Dr. Do, uh, Dr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Doing well. Happy New Year to you. Happy
1: New Year. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with
4: Graceful. me. Well, thank you. You know, I missed a lot of the conversation because I uh, hopped in the car uh, and on my way north. But I'm like, what an interesting topic. And, mm. um, my view, my first thoughts were, you know, loving and trusting people are two separate entities, mm-hmm. two separate things altogether. Yeah. And God calls us to love um, without them having to qualify, just like He loves us. Mm-hmm. You know, He loved us. We don't seek after Him uh, unless His Spirit prompts us to do so. Yeah. So the whole trust thing. Um, uh, Is a different animal in my view, and as one of the other callers mentioned, we do have to set boundaries. Yeah. Um, and and that's for because we have to protect our heart, and God admonishes us to do that.
1: Yeah, it takes some wisdom there, so, doesn't it, Joan? Uh,
4: well, it does, and sometimes um, we learn the hard way. Speaking for myself, because. <laughs> Right. not always the case.
1: It's not. That's
4: not always the case. And that's
1: when you get to but reality, I mean. right?
4: Right. Right. And then we see God's wisdom on how to handle you know, any particular circumstance. Mm-hmm.
8: Mm-hmm. But, you
4: know, what I really love and what I've learned over the years, being in situations and um where people persecute you or people um, just sort of try to upset you for whatever reason. Right. And I would cry out to God, like, Lord, why do you have me in this situation? Mm. And I, I firmly I firmly believe he allows things because teaching moments come out of that. Right. And so, without going into detail, I just remember one time in my life... Um, we got 30 seconds. Where... I, okay, crying And the Lord says, you need to learn how to love people who don't love you.
1: Mm-hmm. How about that lesson? Wow.
4: Hey. That ain't hey, the that ain't the
1: easiest thing to do, is it, my sister?
4: It sure not. It sure <laughs> isn't. But, you know, by God's grace Amen. and, you know, just staying plugged into him, he will give us the power. And we never know how our words will affect someone else's heart because we don't That's know right. what God's doing in their heart.
1: And on that note, so, um, thank you, my yeah, sister, for you, hanging with me, okay? Thank you. Blessings to you. Thank you for taking you. my call. You got it. Bless you. That's Joan from Southern Maryland and my last caller. It was a good last call, wasn't it? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are trustworthy. Thank you that we can always depend on you. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for loving us and allowing us to place our trust in you. And I love you, Lord, and I know my listeners do too. It's in Jesus' name we thank you for today's show. Amen and amen.